Hello and welcome to another edition of Opinions and Beer. I'm your host Adam. Today with me is Ed Ray One Four One Six. Hello, losers. Oh my God, losers! He keeps he keeps insulting the fan base. Why? Why? Anyways, if you're not checking this out right now, I want to go ahead and before we even start the show, starting right now up until Christmas. Every episode will have a video, so please, if you have not subscribed yet to our uh, to Opinions and Beer Network over on YouTube, go do that now. If you uh, are interested in watching this video form that uh, that uh, <laughs> that we're doing, and uh, start it's starting now up all the way till the twelve the end of the twelve pods of Christmas, and then uh, and then it'll be back to um, just the podcast audio format and uh, with the occasional special special deal that we do uh also over on opinions of your network you will you will notice that we are doing a lot more wrestling sudistic wrestling is obviously back i am obviously the vip champion i won it from the waw team over there the lackluster group waw however let's move on to the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is... It's our beer. That's right. It's the Opinions and Beer third beer. It's our third third beer? Fourth beer. This is our fourth Opinions and Beer beer. This is the Cryomancer Ale. The Cryomancer... Cryomancers were a race native to Indinia. Edina. But whatever. Who had the ability to control shape and manipulate ice? Adenia? Adenia? Anyways. Blue! This beer is blue! Brewed with sabro hops and an ungodly amount of blue eyes taken from the frozen bodies of the Cryomancer's victims, you should taste the sweet scent of a frightening good time. Brewed in honor of our guest, John Turk. So if you did not know, we had John Turk on the podcast. Go check that interview out. He was awesome. We brew our beers based off our guests, based off past interviews. And so this is one of those beers. This is based off Sub-Zero. Obviously, you can see here we're playing um, in the picture. Uh, it's uh, me and Kanan uh, playing Mortal Kombat against each other. And uh, Sub-Zero is freezing cabal. It's awesome. Awesome stuff. Edray, what are your thoughts about this picture? In the... <laughs> no thoughts? Okay. Let's, uh... So let's, let's, let's go ahead and pop this beer open. Woo! Oh, Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Opinions and Beer Network, folks. It didn't get uh, cold enough. It, I opened it too warm. Gotta love it when you get beer stains on the floor. Don't tell nobody. It's even, it's even gonna be more stained because it's blue. <laughs> Anyways. No, it should be fine. Look at this beer. Oh my god, it's blue! This beer is blue! Even Ed Ray 1416 is going to try this beer with us. Go ahead and smell the beer. You can, you can smell it. It pour all over us. What does it smell like to you? Coconuts. It smells like coconuts? 
you grabbed my coconuts and then you ran away. <laughs> uh, get it? You grab them. She. You ever heard that song? There's a song. It's a. It's a. It's a Jamaican song. And she, this Jamaican guy goes, uh, you, she grabbed my coconuts and then she ran away. She grabbed my coconuts and didn't even stay. Tell me why, tell me why does she want to see a grown man cry? <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's an innuendo song. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and try the cryomancer, uh, It's, it's definitely um, definitely a pale ale, though. It's definitely a pale ale. The Sabre hops definitely give you a bitter beer uh, taste. The Sabre hops were powerful. Uh, what are your overall thoughts about this beer, Ed Ray? Strong taste, and then I get the coconut aftertaste. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, the, the, a lot of the... It, it's crazy, you know, it smells overpowering, but then the taste is very subtle and has a very... Very nice beer, uh, pale ale beer flavor. I guess the, I guess technically this is a blue ale and not a pale ale. I'm not winning any points. This definitely, this beer definitely would get a zero in <laughs> in the color category of a pale ale competition. But uh, overall, the taste taste is a pale ale with these fruity notes, these fruity aftertaste, and uh, it's I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty easy drinkable beer for. Uh, for a standard beer drinker, uh, a standard craft beer drinker would uh, would love this thing. But uh, do you taste the um? Do you, do you taste the mint leaf? No, I do not. You know what's crazy though? Two, two out of seven people are now eight. Two out of eight people taste the mint leaf. So I don't know if it's like certain bottle. I think it's settling at the bottom. I think that's why. I think when we get closer to the bottom, we'll taste it more. But uh, but yeah, there's some people like uh, Headstrong and Vincent Von Crow both immediately tasted uh, the mint, the mint leaf. And apparently, some people are just more prone to to tasting the uh, mint, like spearmint flavors. I learned that today talking to uh, talking to a coworker. He was telling me that yeah, there's like. Some people, man, they just have this thing where uh, there's there's a certain group of people that can really, really taste mint. If there's mint, if there's any kind of mint, then uh, it's, it's going to be forefront in their taste buds. But then some people, you know, you just need need more of the extreme mint, like from gum and stuff, or, uh, you know, strict strict mint, mint tea and, uh, you know, not hidden uh, behind other flavors. Um I mean, I get it. I get like a maybe a hint after I search for it. I get a hint of the mint leaf, but it's definitely not like the uh, the crazy mint, like the fucking uh, menthol, like uh, the menthol stuff that uh, that mint usually does. But um, anyways, this is a fun beer. We're gonna drink on this beer throughout this episode. We have a a weird topic today. I guess we're gonna have a throwback topic. I think uh, this beer. Reminds me of throwback stuff. Reminds me of throwback uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Reminds me of throwback going to Sonic for a blue coconut slushy. And so today, we are going to talk about a throwback topic. Ed Ray, do you remember Astro World? Good 25 to 30 years ago. 25 to 30 years ago, Astro World. 
Now, what, what what do you remember about Astroworld? Well, if you were looking for something to snack on or something to drink or something to eat, the food was very expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a... Do you remember any of the rides, though? Are we too young? May, may not remember all of it. Man, Astroworld was a staple in Houston for a long time. And then Astro World went downhill, and then no, no, uh, I think um, no, just a bit. Like they didn't even go downhill, though. That's the thing; they didn't even go downhill. But the problem was after the Houston Astros went from the Astrodome to Minute Maid Park, which was originally Enron Field. Yeah, that was when business started going down for Astro World because. One day you wanted to go to the baseball game. After the baseball game was over, you wanted to go to Astro World, and then at the end of the day, you went home and you cherished those memories. Yeah, but uh, I guess so. You're saying when it went to Minute Maid Park, that's when uh, they decided. Because I mean, it was doing well. That just some rich people turned into a, a parking lot. They just bought it. I think I thought some rich people just bought the land. Like whoever owned the land. Like some, for some reason, Six Flags did not own the land. To Astroworld, I think they're releasing it, or whatever. You know how uh, how a lot of com- how a lot and I of- guess the owners didn't want to lease it anymore because exactly. it was costing a lot of money. I guess so, and they they just wanted to turn it into a fucking parking lot. Is it a parking lot or is it just land? I don't know what it is. I think they I think they built on top of it. I think they built around it and on top of it. I think it's just streets now and like maybe like weird parking lots for the zoo or something. Uh, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't even really remember where it was located. It's located next to Min- uh, Minute Maid. What? The is Minute Maid still around? Minute Maid is in downtown Houston. No, okay. Astro Astro World was on Astrodome. the southern part. The Astrodome was north of Interstate Six Ten, and Astro World was south of it. So basically, it was a neighborhood. Of Astro World, yeah. I mean Astrodome and Astro World, right there, right on Interstate 610. Now I remember though parking close to the Astrodome and then walking up a hill, and then you would go to Astro World. Like you could walk from the Astrodome to Astro World. Like they had there, there was a way to walk there. And so, it was, so it's somewhere, it's somewhere next to. Is Astrodome still around? It is, but, you know, they've been trying so desperately to tear it down oh, really? to expand the parking lot of the football field. So I guess if I figured out where Astrodome was, I could figure out where the location of uh, Six Flags used to be. You know, though, uh, when they tore down Six Flags, they did not tear down Waterworld, which was the water park uh, next to uh, Six Flags. They just left it. So there's actually an overgrown, like, eerie, creepy, run-down water park <laughs> Waterworld used to be that is just uh, the ashes of Waterworld are now are still uh, still up somewhere, like hidden behind a tree line. And so I thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, I seen somebody, somebody had snuck through, somebody snuck in one day and uh, and took a bunch of pictures. I was like, oh my God, that, that was some memories. That was, in fact, I think, I think over everything, I think Waterworld was easily... Uh, especially like the gully washer, it, it was probably one of the best. Astroworld and Waterworld was the one of the best Six Flags parks I'd ever been to. I'll be honest. So it's it's, it's pretty shocking that they uh, they started the the tank like you're saying, or they started costing too much money. 
May was yeah, and another factor prior to the end of Astral World where there were a lot of gang-related crimes occurring in that park. Oh, that's not... Yeah, okay. I can that see is that. why Astral World finally closed down in 2006, much to the dismay of many Houstonians. Yeah, I mean, it was, much, it was a much dismay to many people in this area of Texas. I mean, now... I mean, Houston is really close. Is I mean, it's cl- I say it's really close to us. It's an hour drive, but still, an hour drive is better than uh, however long San Antonio drive is to get to Fiesta, Texas, or or even Dallas with our Arlington with the uh, Arlington, Texas six. I mean, we we technically still have two Six Flags in Texas. They just uh, to me, they just don't seem to match. They don't match up to how Astro World. I feel like uh, Fiesta, Texas, is overhyped, and they have one good ride. And then uh, I think Astroworld just had I, it was so fucking awesome, especially the Mayan temple and shit. Like, they, like they had such crazy themes there. Like they had like they had actual theme stuff. Like they had certain rides and attractions that it would like that would actually compare to like a Disney World or something. Yeah, the Six Flags Astroworld to me was something pretty good for its time. Just like. The South Texas State Fair when it was on Gulf Street in North Beaumont, oh, Texas. Yeah. And in fact, when we went over there last time, when we saw the grounds of the former State Fair, we actually saw where the entranceway was and how half of the uh, area was occupied by apartments and stuff in a now rundown part of Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, what's... Cr- I mean, but there, but that's still kicking and going for the most part. Yeah, well, when when we talk, when I talk about the Gulf, the Gulf Street version of the South Texas State Fair, it had a lot of grass, had a lot of trees. So if it got hot during that time period over there, you could go on the grass, get underneath the tree, and get some shade. But after it moved over to uh, southwestern Beaumont, Texas, the State Fair that is. There's so much concrete, but there are hardly any oh, trees yeah. there, so you end up burning up. And the other thing was that there was just so much nostalgia on the old place that it's burning your memory if you were there before yeah. it went to the Ford Park area. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, you are correct that the the Ford Park, it being at the Ford Park, it does leave something to be desired. I mean, it's just like it seems like just a blanket. Like it seems like a parking lot with some shit happening. It doesn't feel like an event, you know. It doesn't feel like somebody. It doesn't feel like this carny event. To you, you know, you bring your kids to go enjoy. It feels like this over overproduced, which it is. This overproduced event by corporate uh, greed. Yeah, and it's the opposite of when the fair was on Gulf Street. When the fair was on Gulf Street, it was on Gulf Street from 1942 to 2004. Damn. And back in 1940, that part of Beaumont was very different. I mean, it was actually a very progressive neighborhood for its time. It was a good neighborhood back in the day. So when people came to the fair from 1942 up until the 1960s, that part of Beaumont, Texas was an amazing place to be at the time. When did Astroworld close? 2006. Oh, okay. Two years after... The South Texas State Fair in Beaumont, Texas, moved from Gulf Street See, to. That, so I mean, that was all around the same time. Maybe, maybe it was just like maybe it was a weird corporate interest trying to, trying to just make more money somewhere, or like they were trying to change things up and get bigger and expand. Uh, when except for I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know who owned. I don't know who owned that land that decided to destroy Astroworld for me to. Uh, 
but it just feels like a corporate cash grab. Like, oh, uh, oh yeah, like you know what it was during close to the end. A lot of rides, I think, started to need maintenance. I think the people that owned Astroworld weren't uh, doing uh, the proper maintenance. They, they they didn't want to pay for maintenance anymore. And also the taxes were rising because, oh, you know, shoot. city governments love to yeah. jack up taxes on a music park, amusement parks more than uh, supermarkets or anything else in their city limits, you know. And that's why I hate city limits because they're always jacking up taxes at random. It's very odd. Oh, jeez. I wish, uh... Yeah, but what's what's crazy, though, is because of that, and because people know now that living in the city is actually not that great, you're seeing the country is starting to go up in price. So, like, buying, buying, out, of, buying out of the county and uh, not within the city is actually more expensive. The only cheap place in uh, rural areas and counties are boondocks. The thing with boondocks is they flood. Not to mention you got to cut down a whole lot of trees <laughs> and you got to contend with wildlife. Oh yeah. And then if you're lucky you got to find out where your water well is. So but that's life in the boondocks. Another thing about the boondocks is you're not going to have cell phone coverage. Oh yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> so so unless you're willing to get very cheap land out in rural areas, if you the boondocks is not for you. Yeah, no, not at all. I guess like I guess a happy medium would be like right on the edge of uh, of the city and rural. You know what I mean? Like you're out of the city limits, so you can do what you want. Just like half a mile away from the city limit would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. That way you're out of the city limits. You can do what you want. You don't have to abide by a lot of these city city codes and stuff, and you don't have to be hounded all the time. And but, then you pay little property tax outside the city limits. Yeah, but then you also have like, if you're if you're right there, you probably have decent enough access to uh to decent you know cell coverage still, and you know and internet and whatnot, Wi-Fi, and uh, whatever entertainment means that you need yeah that's why i don't see you going to tyler county texas or polk county texas especially with the gas on the rise like who who wants to live out in the boondocks with gas on the rise how like how much how much you you would have to like probably you would you would be spending so much in gas like i can like us living in the city i can i can keep my car at like 20 miles in like are like like i can keep it like below below a quarter of a tank and make it last a week just, you know, to drive to get groceries and stuff. But, like, if you live out out in the middle of nowhere where you have to drive a good, you know, 10 minutes to town, I mean... That's why the boondocks are ideal for people that uh, don't really have anything to lose, you know? Yeah. Such as if you have the skills to survive, if you have the skills to take out wildlife, if they're on your property threatening the people that live with you, you take out those wildlife, or if you're capable of growing your own fruits and vegetables like I do, then the boondocks is an ideal place because the soil is much better than in the city or a little bit outside of the city. So you gotta, if you're going to purchase land out in the boondocks, you got to think, what are the positives and what are the negatives, and is it feasible in the long run? Yeah. Oh, man. The purchasing of property is always is always too crazy, huh? Why, why, why do you think uh, cities they like, put so much pressure on people? 
You know, I, I you know I, I just drove by a uh, a sign. It was all like, "F the city. They won't let us. We're homeless because the city won't let us put this uh, trailer here on our, on our land because they don't allow uh, trailers anymore on fucking on pro on land." Yeah, which I I've, I found this out. Like, so our city, you know, it's different for everyone. But our city, apparently, you're you're not allowed to move a trailer onto city limits unless a trailer was already there. So you can replace a trailer, but you can't add a trailer to somewhere new. It's very it's fucking crazy. Why do you think they do that? Because they are afraid that it's gonna drive down. Drive down revenue for the city or something. Oh, or like, it's going to... Like property value. It's going to drop property value, number one. And number two, it would make it harder for new citizens to move in because some of those new citizens would find trailers added onto a property already is an eyesore. That's why you got to live outside the city limit if you're going to get away with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they make they make some nice trailers now, though, that aren't... They're not really eyesores, you know what I mean? And uh, so, but those gov- but the city government does not find a trailer on a property with a house or another trailer to be visually appealing. I understand to uh, future citizens. Yeah, uh, I think I think if you're moving to this town, you don't give a shit about vision. <laughs> you don't give a shit about what looks at. No, I we're we're getting a pretty. Texas is getting an influx of a lot of people, so we're you know we're seeing a lot more you know diverse people. Uh, come around, especially like 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 people from England and shit, like fucking out of country people will come and move here, including illegals. Obviously. Oh my god, I haven't seen that many illegals at all. And then you've got the Californians that couldn't take it, that couldn't handle their own government, so yeah. they're living in these liberal cities like Austin and San Antonio and Houston, driving up the prices. <laughs> driving up the prices. That's why you'll never be able to afford property in Houston. Oh yeah, fuck no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. How much you're, you're better off you're better off buying property in Polk County or something else. Yeah, somewhere random. Somewhere random. Uh I guess uh I I want to double back here to uh to the Asherwood conversation. Uh uh only because only because I have something I I have something I want to bring up at some point that that is a, it's a pretty topical news, but I just want to I want to keep on with this uh this kind of throwback conversation of Asherworld. Uh you know Asherworld it's crazy about Astro because they, you know they had this deal, they had this huge deal with uh, you know Bugs Bunny and everything, and like they have all they, there was like tunes that would walk around, and I never seen tunes walk around at the other at the other Six Flags. Uh, they had a, they had like a crazy little kids area with like a fucking crazy maze. They had the 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 Texas Cyclone, one of the oldest uh, roller coasters in the world, and like the back would come up because it was old and made out of wood. The whole thing was made out of wood. <laughs> it was a wooden coaster. It was like one of the last wooden coasters ever. And uh, the Twister ride, I think they had. I think the Grease Lightning ride was there too. Uh, they were both. They were kind of similar rides, except the uh, the Twister it would go up and then it'd come back and twist you in a vortex, vortex like fashion. It was pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, man, Asheroll. I had some pretty fond memories. I mean, uh, I think the last time I went to Asheroll was with uh, Johnny and Andy. You remember Andy Bozeman? Yeah, that nerd. Oh my god, that nerd! What? Oh god. Anyways, <laughs> I went over there with Johnny and Andy Bozeman. One of the last times I went there. But uh, so Ed Ray, 
do do you know what sparked the idea to talk about Astroworld? What? Well, in the news, there is some Astroworld. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Where someone's in trouble? Controversy. There's some Astroworld controversy. You know why? Did they find drugs over there? No, Astroworld's closed. But okay, so there, okay, so there, there's a there's an artist named Travis Scott. I believe that's his name, Travis Scott. I don't know if you heard of him. He's a newer artist. Uh, he's getting pretty famous. I say he's newer. I don't know how new he is. He's new to me. But uh, the first time I the first time I seen him was that Fortnite gave him gave him a uh, an in game concert. So Travis Scott did an in game concert, a live in game concert uh, on Fortnite. It's like it was this big event and stuff, and I, I I didn't think nothing. I didn't know who the hell this guy was, so I didn't give a shit about the event. But all I know is that there was a bunch of people on Fortnite to watch this guy. Well, apparently Travis Scott is from Houston, okay, and Travis Scott remembers Astroworld, and he said he he said his goal in life is the is the raise is to make so much money that he that he brings Astroworld. Back to Houston. <laughs> okay, now, but for for to to raise that money and be a, and have a publicity stunt, he now uh, he now he was he was doing uh, last year and this year. He hosted, he hosted, put together and presented a concert called Astroworld. Like you would go there, it was called like come to Astroworld to see Travis Scott, and they did it at the. Uh, uh, the MGM lot or whatever, wherever Warp Tour was, I can't remember what it's called. Like the they do a bunch of concerts over there, and uh, it's like a weird lot. I can't remember uh, what what is it. Reliance Stadium, maybe. What, what's a what's a Houston? What's some of those Houston stadiums? Is it Reliant? Is Reliant in Houston? Yeah, Reliant. Yes. is the football field. Well, but they do concerts too. Yeah, so Reliant Stadium. Has a uh, has like a bunch of uh, uh, parking lots everywhere, and uh, there's a there's a park there's a there's a, there's a specific Reliance Stadium parking lot that uh, they they that they'll let uh, bands and artists and stuff put together like big events. Well, that's what he's doing. He put on this event called Astroworld as a throwback. You know, it's publicity stunt to make uh, extra money. Well, guess what? Eight people died. Eight people died at Astroworld uh, a few days ago. For what reason? They were trampled to death, and apparently there was no. Uh, and a lot, see, a lot of people. So a lot of people right now are kind of are trying to blame um, him for not stopping the concert when he seen people were in trouble or whatever. And uh, now there is some footage where he like he like paused for a moment and said, "Hey, somebody helped this person," but then he would stare at them kind of like evil like, and just be like. Yeah, yeah, and go back to singing, and he has like this weird auto tune voice. Yeah, 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 and like people are getting trampled, and like, apparently, like they're they're mad at him because apparently he put it all together, he set it all up, and uh, they feel like he didn't he didn't put the proper safety protocols and like and uh, tape stuff off, or you know he didn't he didn't put up he didn't uh and he and he was kind of like revving up the crowd to to push forward to 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 stomp on people and stuff. And uh, so some people are put, put it on him. Some people are just saying that like, oh, it was just it was just too crazy, and they just they should have just had, 
you know, better uh, security to break stuff up when something was going crazy. But yeah, uh, I guess you haven't heard of this, but what are your thoughts so far about what I've told you? Well, I'm hoping he never does a concert again, since he is too incompetent to get security and the police to step up and stop the crowd from being so crazy. Well, yeah, that's an, yeah that's, I think that's one of the things. They feel like because he was the one that put the event together, it was him, his team, he, he you know, he, he put it all together, and then he was like, yeah, rush the stage, rush the stage, come on, get up here, okay, get up front, get up front. And he was like, you know, coaxing people to like, you know, squeeze up front, and I guess people were just like, getting trampled people were getting trampled and they couldn't breathe they were getting you know smothered by other people and shit and he's just like he's like kind of egging it on and like he he did pause one time but i mean that's one out of eight he paused one out of eight times eight people died you know he paused one time to say hey 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 someone help that person and then he would he watched the person die he was like he was like looking at the person as the guy died and was and just went back to singing, yeah, 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 yeah. And so a lot of people found it really creepy and kind of scary. And there's a lot of like, uh, uh, imag- there was a lot of like satanic imagery, uh, during the uh, concert and around the concert venue that, uh, people started saying, man, he has like satanic imagery in his show. That's kind of like a reference, like this, like this scene right here, like this picture, like what this right here represents, like a satanic picture. From like uh, you know back in the day, and so, and so yeah, so he's in a he's in he's in a world of uh, trouble. Uh, however, on the flip side, uh, I heard there's some band there's some there's some uh, band members that claim that uh, he he shouldn't be at fault that you know he he doesn't control what people do you know he's just a performer he's a, he's trying to hype everything you know you're you're supposed to be a hype man as a performer. Uh, and, uh, you know, he did not kill those people. Those people died because of the herd, because of these crazy people that are just, you know, stomping at, you know, just fucking trampling others. Uh, however, you know, like I said, on the flip, the flip, the flip of that argument was that he put it together. He didn't have any safety. He didn't have enough safety protocols for things like this to, you know, to fix it. And then, uh, despite, the band saying, well, he did, you know, pause. What are you supposed to do? You know, how's he supposed to save these people? You know, he, the, the thing is that some other bands have completely shut down the concert and made the, you know, made the crowd disperse to save people. And this guy just watched it. So, uh, I guess, do you see both sides of this? Or, you know, is, is he, is he, is he a hundred percent at fault or is there, is is he only just a little bit? Or is he at fault at all? Well, technically, he's at fault because he promoted the event. He was the, thing, he was the man that put it all together. And the primary responsibility of promoting a concert is you got to have not only good security, you also got to have cops as backup in case security gets overwhelmed. The fact that this guy did not to, uh, take the safety precautions and the protocol... And to make sure that the security and the cops were there to stop all these trampling events that led to eight people dying. Yeah, he's at fault for that. But uh, also, you know, he should have just postponed the concert for X amount of minutes to make sure that the crowd is stable and they are 
in their proper places. That way, none of this continued on. Yeah. And people would have had a good time, and he probably would have been allowed back in Reliant Stadium to book for another concert. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've already... Um, you know, obviously he was he was big with younger younger people, and so he you know he he has his very own uh, emotes in Fortnite. I don't know if you in Fortnite you can like do an emote like a dance moves and stuff, and he has his own emotes. And like Fortnite straight up removed like removed all of his stuff. So like anything that had that that they did with a cross promotion with him, they removed it because of this. You know because it's just not looking good for him. You know it definitely doesn't look good for. Uh, doesn't look good for him right now, and I guess we'll see uh, what happens. I mean, he may get he may get allegations against him about uh, about about what his about what his responsibility is, which will equate to several fines and, of course, time in prison if he gets convicted. Well, I don't know. You think you what would the what would the conviction be? Well, let's see. Recklessness could he could be charged with recklessness since he was. Promoting the thing, okay. and he didn't take care of everything, so he could be charged with reckless endangerment or something oh, okay. like that, and he could probably get two to five for that. Two to five. Ah, it's crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. That's a that's just the Astro World stuff. It's it's so crazy that you know this fond memory of a of a six this fond memory of a six flag of a six flags theme park. Is now become if you if you type in asteroid in Google, you know what's gonna pop up? This fucking eight deaths, eight deaths. So Travis Scott, you went from uh, let's bring Astral World back to let's never have Astral World again. <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it. We can't Google Astral World anymore. The first thing we see is eight people died at your concert because you egged them on. To trample each other. <laughs> Fucking shit. That's insane. You know what? I, I've been to metal shows there. You know, I went to Warp Tour there. And, you know, some people... Uh, it was in the middle of summer, first of all. So a lot of the injuries were, like, heat-related. There was, like, you know, people with heat exhausted. However, there was, like, Warp Tour. They have, like, multiple medic... They had multiple medic tents. They had hydration stations. So, like, if you were feeling, like, under the weather, they would, like... They, like... Uh, the 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 medics and stuff and security they got to you fast they brought you to a tent they made sure you were hydrated they checked on you like warp tour and you know just 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 looking at how warp tour did it and how warp tour had like all these tents you know and like these medical tents and they and they made sure to keep people hydrated and they treated people and you know if they if it was really serious you know they they you know brought them to the ambulance they had an ambulance on standby you know, especially like if so, if something got crazy or someone fell, you know, someone dropped on their head or something. Which had, you know, concerts are crazy. You know, don't get don't get nothing wrong. You know, there's a lot of concerts that are crazy. You know, it's because you know some concerts are wild, especially like a death metal show or these metal shows where people are screaming. There's like mosh pits and stuff, and it's like expected to be wild. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of the like, you know no one's dying at Warp Tour. You know, no one's dying. You know, some people might go, you know, get hurt or something, but it's immediately taken care of. You know, <laughs> eight people aren't getting fucking trampled. That's for damn sure. So, uh, so it's definitely fault on uh, who. If 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 for some reason I'm misspoking and Travis Scott isn't the the main promoter and the main, you know, the fault lies with whoever put the event together. 
whoever did not put in that precautions of having the tents, having the aid tents, and having you know uh, uh, medic medics on standby, and uh, and not being able to control the crowd, and you know that's uh, that's on the promoter, definitely. Before we even get it, before we uh, before we close this episode out, I just want you to give let y'all guys know next week is Opinions and Beer Fest Sour Edition. So stay tuned for that. It's gonna be great, great stuff, great times. Sours, seven different sours, or six different sours, seven different sours, a bunch of beers, drinking at all. And guess what? After Opinions and Beer Fest, the next time you see, well, no, me and you have we have a holiday special. So. It's this episode, Opinions and Beer Fest, holiday special, uh, holiday Thanksgiving special, and then everyone's favorite, the 12 Pods of Christmas. Get ready, folks. <clears throat> Anyways, what were we talking about? That's a crazy topic, Ed Ray. We had a good little conversation right there. Indeed. Indeed. Good little conversation. Astroworld, Travis Scott. Modern news, that's that's like that's breaking news right now. I say breaking news. That is like uh, current topic, current events, current event stuff. Anyways, we've been sitting here drinking the Cryomancer Rail. It's based off Mortal Kombat. It's fucking awesome stuff. What would you rate that beer? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, and he hates beer. And he hates... And he hates beer. But guess what? Oh, no, I, uh, I, I don't have an opinion. I don't have a. That's just your opinion. We, I, 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 I missed it. You're out of your mind. I, no, I'm not out of my mind. I just, I feel like, I feel like we did a really good episode, and so there's no like, there's no really counter. There's nothing for me to say. Well, that's just your opinion. What is just your opinion? Say, tell me something that's your opinion. Football sucks. Well, that's just your opinion. <laughs> and that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million, million, million.